Yo, what is good, everybody? Welcome to another Wolf Mentality Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. First off, I hope you are all having the best day of your life. Um, I'm having a really good day because I'm changing lives. We got a lot of people joining the Instagram, the TikTok, the Facebook. I got about three screens on me right now, and we're going to be bringing some mad value into today's podcast. If you're listening to this replay, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, today we are going to be diving into the very important thing when it comes to dropping fat. Awesome. And and breaking down the three signs you have um, if you have a bad relationship with food. Three signs to know if you have a bad relationship with food. And that sounds kind of weird, like bad relationship with food. What does that actually mean? Um, and as as we are going through a fat loss phase, as you are going through a, going through your journey, you need to understand that having a relationship with food is is a real thing. A lot of people view food as bad or good. Some people feel extremely guilty if they are quote unquote cheating on their meal plan or quote unquote um, cheating on their macros. Um, you know, and I'm going to start kind of shifting into sharing you all my story. If you follow me, I'm a professional men's physique competitor. Um, I'm also a full-time online international coach. I coach people here in the United States, and I also coach people all the way out in Sweden. It's really cool. And I work with people in all areas when it comes to dropping fat and building lean muscle. But as you are going through your, um, your journey, as you're going through your journey, you are going to find yourself doing something that can be very hard. And that's the fat loss phase. And that's learning um, how to build a relationship with food, because this is a very important topic that my clients that find themselves dropping 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds is the ones that start developing and having a really good relationship with food. So I want to start off by telling you a little bit about my story, because a lot of people think, okay, Isaiah, you know, yeah, you're a coach and yeah, you, you've, you've made progress in your own journey, but you know, you, you don't know what it's like to, to go through the things that I've gone through, or, um, I, you know, you don't know what it's like to have, um, you know, struggles and cravings because I personally have cravings and I've developed cravings over my end. I love chocolate. I like sweets at nighttime. I like carbohydrates. I like it all. And something that has helped me over the years as a coach and also as an athlete and just someone that loves to, to stay in shape is, is learning strategies around tracking food, being mindful of my food and just enjoying, um, enjoying it all. And when I first started learning about tracking food, I had extremely a bad relationship with food. Okay. Um, I, I developed this actually when I was in contest prep. And so when you are in contest prep, a lot of people will do meal plans and some people do macros. Um, I was always taught at first meal plans. I thought that I had to be on a meal plan to lose weight. That's how I started my bodybuilding. That's how I started learning how to drop fat. That's how I, I just, that's what I was taught. I was taught, this is what you eat. This is when you eat it. This is all you can do. This is how you're supposed to do it. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes a meal plan can be beneficial. If, if you are somebody that doesn't know portion control, you don't know what a six ounce chicken breast looks like. You don't really know how to track your food. Starting on a meal plan sometimes is a good way to start. A lot of my clients start on a meal plan for like two to three weeks. And once they understand 
the the how behind the meal plan and they start building confidence around it then we start going into flexible dieting and flexible dieting really is macro tracking it's you know you having a set amount of macros and you can fit ice cream in your macros you can fit some cereal in your macros hey if you like some pop tarts yo have a pop tart pop tart at nighttime that's that's the macros but on a meal plan right on a meal plan that's really hard because you might not have a pop tart or you might not be able to have cereal or you might not be able to have Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Okay. Um, so I developed a really bad relationship with food because I thought at first that I had to follow the meal plan to a T. And if I did not follow the meal plan to a T, I started having anxiety and I started freaking out and I started feeling like I was a failure and I was cheating. And, um, it really, it really messed me up because what happened was as I shifted out of the dieting phase, as I shifted out of contest prep, I started doing different things. And I'm going to talk about three signs that you could be having, and, and it could be a sign that you do have a bad relationship with food. Okay. Number one, number one, you view going out to eat as wrong or bad. Okay. For me, I remember when I got done with contest prep, I was invited to go out with my friends. I was, oh yeah, I can actually go out to eat tonight. I, I, I would freak out. I would go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know if I can do that. You know, I'm going to be off the plan and I'm really overwhelmed because I, I don't know if I can eat this stuff. It's off the meal plan. And I started viewing like that, that I was cheating. And this is actually, now don't get me wrong. I was done with contest prep. Okay. But I developed such a like robotic mindset of like, I can't go out. Like everything that I eat, I have to eat at home. There's no way. Now, something that I teach all of my clients is portion control and mindfulness. When they go out to eat, I have clients that have now been down 20 to 30 pounds and they go out to eat at least twice a week, maybe three times a week. There you go. I love that. And, and, um, when you go out to eat, one thing that I teach, and this is some, this is a very, very important skill to learn is portion control. It's, it's about being mindful around the foods that you see on your plate. Okay. And this is something that I teach in my one-on-one coaching about mindfulness and portion control. But the thing is, you know, if you are somebody that you are viewing um, foods, you are viewing foods um, and you're going out and you're having anxiety that, you know, uh, you're going to mess up or you're going to screw up. This is, this is an area of your life that you're just going to need to work on. Okay. I had a really good conversation with one of my clients over the weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, this individual had a, had a, it was a rough weekend. Okay. A lot of food um, didn't have that responsible eating mindset, but you know, this is when if you do have those days that you do mess up and you, you find yourself messing up or you screw up, you didn't mess up or screw up. Okay, yeah, it was a bad day. But that's when you need to take a step back and ask yourself, what do I need to do next time to prepare? And that's where, you know, if you are logging your food on, like, say, my fitness pal, you pre-log, you go on the menu, you look at the menu and you go, hey, what could I have today for this meal um, as at a better choice? OK, um, there's always going to be those options. But if you are someone that you, you view going out and, and you think going out to eat is wrong or bad, you need to take a step back and really ask yourself, hey, 
what are what habits have I been establishing? Now, if you are someone that's not working with a coach and you're trying to do this by yourself, you need to really ask yourself, hey, what am I doing, you know, outside of the meals? Um, you know, from a mindful standpoint, like what are my goals, you know, and this also comes down to managing expectations. You know, if you're trying to lose 15, 20 pounds for summer, um, you know, and if you still want to go out to eat, that's great, but you might just have to be a little bit more mindful of what you're eating. I have clients that do that. I call it the fun meal. I don't like to call cheap uh, meals, a cheap meal. I don't think a meal is a cheap meal, but having a fun meal um, that's programmed on like Saturday or Sunday because it's summer. You have to still have social events. You still have to enjoy your time. Okay. Number two. Okay. Here's another really good one. Um, you feel guilty if you eat something that is off plan. All right. So this is something that I found that I was developing, um, actually in contest prep, but this was like the first time I, and it was, it was a chicken breast. Okay. I was, uh, at the time serving in the military and uh, I was eating a little bit more food, which was, it was a chicken breast. It wasn't even that big of a deal. It's low calories, dense protein. And I remember being so like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm going off a plan. I feel extremely guilty. And it's the same thing. It's still that, that guilty thing. Like if you feel like you're eating off the plan. Now, again, if you are somebody that's doing a meal plan, Okay. Again, managing expectations. If a meal plan gives you anxiety and you're stressed out about eating on a meal plan, you might have to take a step back and go manage expectations. Okay. Um, it might be you just doing intuitive eating for three, four, five, six weeks. Um, I, I have several clients of mine that have never tracked macros in their life. They've intuitive eat it. They intuitive eat because macro tracking gives them anxiety. Meal plans give them anxiety, so they intuitive eat. And I have a client that's lost sixty pounds with me. Uh, he's been with me for a year, and he's almost sixty years old. Okay, so again, age is not a number. But but my point is here is if you are finding yourself like if you are on a plan, you're genuinely like if you're on a plan like a meal plan. And you're like, you're really feeling guilty and you're self-sabotaging yourself and you're beating yourself up. It's time to take a step back and zoom out and go, okay, what do I need to do this week to improve this mindset? Because the reason why a lot of people yo-yo diet, the reason why people gain weight and then lose weight and then gain weight is lose weight is normal. It's typically self-sabotage. Yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of like habits and strategies that play a role, but it really comes down to like, how do you view yourself as a person? Okay. You, you know, and you are, you are capable of doing anything you put your mind to, especially if you want to see yourself losing the weight, you want to see yourself fitting in that, um, that dress, you want to see yourself in that bathing suit, you want to see in those swimming trunks, whatever it is, you have the capabilities. It just comes down to like how and who you are and how you view yourself as a person and being able to develop those strategies every single day, because I was somebody that I felt super guilty. I was that individual that if I was eating off a plan, again, that was the meal plan in which I'm going to start going into like why I'm such a flexible dieting coach and why I teach macros and why I teach my clients to do more of like, hey, you should be hitting macros because a meal plan, like I said, some it, it's good for a season, but it can def, definitely develop uh, a bad relationship with food because if you don't eat the meal plan, like if you don't eat what meal two says, if you don't eat what meal three says, right, what happens? you're off the plan and you can really find yourself um, struggling as you continue to push through. Okay. Number three, 
number three here as we're diving into this. Um, you see foods as either bad or good. Okay. So this is another big one. When I first started meal plans and my, my first original like contest prep training and doing all that stuff. Um, I thought that there was foods that were bad or good and don't get me wrong. There are foods that are going to be less nutrition, nutritious, you know, like for an example, if you are someone that's macro tracking and your goal is 300 carbs a day, you know, and a hundred grams go, you could get a hundred grams from honey nut Cheerios, or you could get a hundred grams come coming from, you know, um, oatmeal with some mixed berries. Which one would you do now? Sometimes that the honey nut Cheerios, you just got to do it because we're not robots and you're going to have days where you're like, yo, I really don't (laughs) want oatmeal today. I know there's a lot of benefits to it. I know this fruit has benefits to it, but yo, man, like I've been eating oatmeal for the last like five days straight and I got to have my honey nut Cheerios. I got to have my Reese's peanut butter cups. And that's why I do really truly believe that flexible dieting is the way and the macro tracking is the way because you can have that flexibility to go, yo, hey, I have 300 grams of carbs for today. You know, I'm really not feeling oatmeal today. I'm not really feeling like having a sweet potato. I'm going to have my bowl of cereal tonight. And I actually did that last night. You know, I'm, I'm coach. I'm getting coached by my coach. I'm tracking how I'm tracking. But last night I was like, I ain't having oatmeal. I'm not doing oatmeal tonight. No bueno. I don't want it. I'm going to have Cheerios. I'm going to be able to still track that and still lose the weight. And that's the thing you need to understand. If you're listening to this podcast right now, that you can be throwing down 300 grams of carbs and still lose the weight. It comes down to that caloric deficit. I'm not going to go too much into hormones at the moment, but, uh, most people need that caloric deficit. And if you are in a caloric deficit, it doesn't matter if it's oatmeal and or or Cheerios. The biggest thing I say is, you know, that the fiber count, you know, low or high glycemic index, like you're going to be more full and fill, filled up and you're going to get some other vital um, mi- micronutrients from berries and oatmeal than Cheerios. But here and there, it's good to have that. But if you find yourself Viewing food as either bad or good, it's very important that you're taking a step back, you're zooming out and you're asking yourself, hey, hey, what's going on right now? I need to make time for myself to um, reorganize my mindset. I need to reorganize my grocery list. Um, And that's actually, I'm going to be jumping in a couple pretty in-depth podcasts moving forward on grocery lists and things like that. But I wanted to bring awareness today. I want you to know that one, you're not alone. Like if you are struggling with having forms of relationships with food, because this is the thing, like if you truly want to drop body fat this summer and you want to be more confident um, in your clothes, naked, whatever, it's going to come down to how you view your food and the strategies and the habits around your food is once you build the strategies and the habits around your food, I'm going to tell you something you are going to start seeing the fat drop. I guarantee, I guarantee it. All my clients that have seen abs, um, fat loss, you know, slim waist, um, feeling just overall confident it, are, are the people that have a better relationship with food. They have skills around macro tracking and they understand that they're not going to be perfect. And it's all about consistency over perfection. That's what it's all about. So again, number one, you view going out 
to eat as, as wrong or bad. Number two, you feel guilty if you eat something that is off the plan. Number three, you see foods that either bad or good, kind of similar to number one. So I hope you found value in today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you found value, um, please screenshot it, share it to your Instagram, your Facebook, your TikTok, tag me in it at Isaiah Bowick. Um, if you are on Facebook, if you are on TikTok and or Instagram, and you have questions about going into summer, finding strategy around dropping that stubborn belly fat, building confidence in your, your physique, getting that energy back. I want you to DM me on Instagram summer, and we can discuss a game plan that's going to fit your lifestyle. Have the best day of your life. And we will talk soon.